Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Joshua Heller, and today we're studying Masachet Eruvin 65. We will eventually get back to that overall question of whether a non-Jewish resident invalidates an Eruv, but most of this Daf continues the tangent that we began on the previous Daf, which is the question of the impact that drinking might have on our religious life. We begin by wrestling with the question of whether drunkenness is an excuse for wrongdoing. Can one plead not guilty by reason of intoxication? Rav Sheshek quotes Rabbi Elazar ben making a revolutionary claim that goes beyond mere drunkenness. He says, I can excuse the whole world from judgment, because since the destruction of the temple, we are all intoxicated with grief. In other words... In a world where there is exile and destruction and suffering, we can all use the insanity defense. We can say, how can we be held accountable for our actions when we are under so much stress from all the negativity and pain in the world? We're so upset by those things that we might as well be drunk and not liable. Now, the anonymous voice of the Talmud responding to Rav Sheshit pulls us back and explains that even one who is literally drunk is liable for his actions taken while intoxicated. Whether he buys or sells property or commits even a capital offense in that state, he is liable for his actions. And so the most that we can say when we try to reinterpret that statement is that someone who has had too much to drink is ineligible for prayer and is excused from that. A contrasting view is expressed by Rabbi Hanin who says that wine was created only to comfort mourners and to reward the wicked, and that a home is blessed only if wine flows freely there. Now, by the way, it's worth noting that there are texts that prohibit mourners from engaging fully in prayer as well. Maybe that temporary lack of sharp focus that comes from drinking is, according to this view, similar to the feelings that one has at a time of sadness or loss. The discussion concludes with a famous statement of Rabbi Eli that will occupy most of our time today. We are told that Rabbi Eli taught as follows, A person is known in three ways. It's a wonderful pun. Three words that sound almost exactly the same that have totally different meanings. Koso is his cup. Kiso is his wallet. Kaaso is his anger. Let's go deeper. You can tell a lot about his person, Bikoso, what happens with his cup when he drinks. And we can understand this on a number of levels. Rashi explains that we are judging whether this person can remain level-minded while drinking. Can he hold his liquor? Or maybe we can understand that it reflects the level of someone's self-control in a different way. 
can they stop drinking at the appropriate time? Another explanation. Earlier on the daf, we were given a classic aphorism. Nichnas yain yatsa sod. Literally, wine comes in, secrets go out. In gematria, in rabbinic math, each letter has a value. So yud has a value of 10. So yain is 10 plus 10 plus nun, which is 50. So that the numerical value of that word is 70. And sod is samach, which is 50. Vav, which is 6. Dalid, which is 4. That also adds up to 70. So what we're saying is that wine and secrets somehow add up to the same thing. And by saying that when wine goes in, secrets come out, we are hinting, we are recognizing the fact that alcohol removes our inhibitions. People will say or do whatever is truly on their minds once they've had a few drinks. Maybe that's why alcohol plays such an important role in our society as a social lubricant. Whether it's a business relationship, a personal one, meeting for drinks is often an essential part of the process. And perhaps what we're hoping is that by drinking with a person, we will get to see them with their guard down and understand what they are really like. Rabbi Yitzhak Moarki, a Hasidic commentator, claims that in his experience, drinking together brings people together. That's anecdotally often true, but not always true. The second course by which a human being is judged is Bekiso, in his wallet. Rashi explains that this is a question of whether someone conducts himself with financial integrity. Is she honest in the business or the marketplace? But there are other ways to understand this as well. I recently read an article that on the dating scene today, many people are asking prospective partners and mates to provide not just a picture, but a credit score. They are only interested in someone who has proved themselves to be fiscally responsible in addition to being physically attractive. I have mixed feelings about that trend. However, I would point out that Rob Eli's statement takes us in a different direction. If you really want to assess a person, if you really want to know what a person is worth, if you really want to know what is important to someone, see where they spend their money. I've always been tempted to ask my congregants to bring their credit card statements with them to Kol Nidre. How does their support of worthy causes compare with what they spend on other things? For example, COSO. How does what you spend on helping others compare with what you spend on your cable or satellite or cell phone bill? The final category that Rabbi Eli brings to the fore as to how we assess a person is Kaaso, his anger. Just ask the Incredible Hulk. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. But again, when we're angry, when we're ex experiencing extreme emotion, that's when we get our guard down. And perhaps the other side of the coin is, what is it that gets a person truly angry? Are they prone to rage over trivialities? Or do they approach all situations with equanimity and without response? Or are they capable of righteous indignation over the true injustices in the world. And perhaps we can also recognize the interrelation. Does drinking make us more likely to spend, more likely to strike out in anger? As we end our daily da for today, think about this. For what are you known? For your kos, for your kis, or for your kaas? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently. 
and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.